You know what? Let's just pray. God, I thank you for this night. I thank you for every person in this room, God. Pray right now that I would effectively communicate your gospel. That wouldn't be the words out of my mouth, but God, it would be your words. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, tonight my sermon is, what time is it? What time is it? Have you ever, like, I played basketball when I was growing up, and like right before a game, we get all psyched up before we got in the huddle. I don't know if any of y'all ever do this if you play sports. But like, you get in this little huddle, and I guess this is where guys, I don't understand why guys slap each other on the butt, but it's one of the things that we do. Because we're guys. Um, I don't really know why. But you know what? We say, what time is it? What time is it? And then we go, game time! So anyways, but all that to say, so tonight's message is what time is it? And the past two weeks I've been talking about see you there because see you at the polls next week. And we're going to do a big after the poll rally and cool stuff like that. And... Our text tonight comes from Ecclesiastes 3.1. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. Tonight we're going to talk about winning someone to Christ. If we are going to reach someone, we need to understand that time is everything. Now, I've asked Jake Walters informally to help me up here. He plays baseball. I know he plays baseball. You're pretty good at it, aren't you? How good are you at wiffle ball? That's the question. That's the question. All right, Jake. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, here. You can hit it into the crowd. You got enough room, buddy? All right. For everybody that's listening via podcast, we're doing wiffle ball in the CYM room. It's really fun. It's a fun game that we play. All right. It's a softball. It will not hurt you. All right. All right. I'm going to throw you a few pitches, okay, Jake? And what you're going to do is you're going to hit them, okay? You got it? You got the whole concept? You hit the red ball. Okay? Here we go. Oh, good hit. Wow. All right. Here we go, buddy. You ready? Keep your eye on the ball. Focus. Everybody okay? Focus. Oh, good hit. All right, good. Let's try it again. All right, this is a red ball again. That one was green. This one's red, buddy. Here we go. Batter, 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 batter. Swing! Strike! Woo! All right, Jake. You're, you hit two out of three. You're doing pretty good. Well, let's see how good you are if, if I blindfold you. I wonder how good it'll be if I blindfold you. Make sure you can breathe, buddy, because this is... Hey, this is Jake. Um, he's our friend. Jake, thanks for letting me kick in. Yeah, what's, what's up with this? Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. He's going to be able to hit well. You got this, buddy? Yeah, can you sure. see? Can you breathe? Because yeah. I'm not doing mouth-to-mouth. That's just gross. All right. Let me get... All right. Turn around, buddy. Oh, I'm not... The, yeah, right here. No, no. Here. Straighten up. Straighten up. Hold out your bat like you're going to bat like a... Uh, 
like a madman, okay? Ready? Here we go. Everybody say batter, 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 swing! Oh! Let's try this again. Better, 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 better. <laughs> the joke's on you. Better, 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 swing! Oh. Jake, 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 buddy. Come on, you had it all together. Let's try this some more. You need to keep your eye on the ball, buddy. Eye on the ball, and you will hit it, okay? Yeah, this is the ball. You want to fill it? See, fill? Yeah, sure, yeah. It's a nice, <laughs> nice green ball. All right. Here we go. Batter, 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 swing. <laughs> Buddy. Batter, 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 swing. <laughs> oh. Take your base, buddy. All right, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, it was. But, but you know what? Go sit down, Jake. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate your willingness to, to help out. But how many of y'all know that time is everything? Whenever you're swinging that bad, it's everything. You know what? If you, if you wait just, just a little bit too long, you're going to miss the ball. If you go too quick, what's going to happen? You're going to miss the ball. You know what? That's sort, that's sort of how it is when you're talking to your friends about Jesus. There's a time, if we're early, we miss it. If we're late, we miss it. You have to be completely in sync. Just like Jake, the first couple of pitches, he was just stroking it. I mean, he was just... Oh, I'm picturing your head. No, no just joking. Um, but we have to rely on God's wisdom to tell us when to swing. He will give us all the time that we need to accomplish our mission. See, God is moving. If we don't act when he acts, we can miss it. In order to reach our school, timing is everything. The time is now. See, we don't wait around. See, the Bible says in Acts 2, 17 through 21, in the last day, God says, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I'll pour out my spirit in those days. And they will prophesy, and I'll show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and pillows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. See, the first thing, in order to get your timing right, we have to step up to the plate. How many of y'all know that, you know what, you can't, nobody's ever hit a ball sitting in the dugout, right? You know, it's just not. You'd have to be really talented. See, too many people aren't stepping up to the plate. The Bible says to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Take note that this scripture doesn't say, just evangelists, go preach the gospel. It doesn't say, just the people that have red hair preach the gospel. It doesn't say, just the pastor is supposed to preach the gospel. It says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. 
See, whether we like to do it or we don't like to do it, it's really not an option. We have to step up to the plate. See, nobody ever hit a home run from the dugout. We have to make the effort to leave our comfort zone and step up to the plate and tell people about Christ. And in order for God to move in our life, we need to be willing to move. See, when I was a kid, I played baseball a lot like Jake. But I probably wasn't very good. I really wasn't very good. And I always got nervous when it was my turn up to bat because it was sort of a scary thing. Um, I played up until, I don't know, it was called Babe Ruth, probably like Little League here. And I was like 13 or 14. And... I played, and I really, really stunk. Like, um, I was one of those people that, you know, I got to sit on the bench and be everybody's cheerleader because they didn't even want me on the field. And whenever it was time for me to go up to bat, and let's say there was somebody on base, I was nervous, I was scared, you know, and... You know what? I psyched myself out so much that most of the time I didn't even swing. They just threw the pitches by and one, strike, two, strike, three, strike, three strikes, you're out. Go sit down, buddy. So that's usually what happened to me when I played baseball. I really, I don't, I probably would have been better. I just never liked baseball. I just grew to like basketball. But the thing is, I had a bat in my hand, and I had an option. I could have used the bat, but I chose not to. I chose not to use the bat. You know, and y'all have a bat in your hands, not per se, for real. But you know what? You have the opportunity to witness to your friends and... You know what? You can choose to swing the bat or not. You know what? The bat is used for what? For hitting the ball. The bat is not used for swatting flies or, or hitting people over the head or anything like that. The bat, the, the, the wiffle ball bat or baseball bat is primarily used to hit the ball so a person can get on the base. So... takes a lot of energy. Being that active takes a lot of energy out of it. See, our situation does not determine God moving. It's our willingness. See, the Bible says in Acts 17, 28, for in him we live and move and have our being. See, in him we live and move. We live within the loving arms of God so that he can move inside of us. It's time for God to move on your campus. Step up to the plate. The first thing that we've got to do is we've got to step up to the plate. The second thing we've got to do is we have to keep our eyes open. See, the Bible says in Matthew 24, 42, Therefore keep watch, because you do not know on what day the Lord will come. 
So we need to open our eyes to hurting lives of this world. We can no longer be content with walking through life with our eyes closed. Only concerned about what we are doing and what's going on in our lives. So we have to open up our eyes and see what God wants us to see. He wants us to be used to change our world. There's so much more going on than we realize. See, God sees the bigger picture. See, God sees that friend at school that's hurting. You you may look on the surface and that person has all the nice clothes and all the, the nice things. But you know that person may go home to a broken home life. You know, that person may seem like that they have it all together at school. But, you know what? When they go home, they cry themselves to sleep because they just don't feel like they have any hope. You just never know what somebody's going through. You know, we need to pray that God would open our eyes so we would see beyond the surface, to see beyond what's What's on the outside? Because the Bible says that man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So help, to help us open our eyes. You know, when Jake started out, he was just batting, you know, two for three every time. You know what? Once we put on that blindfold, could he see what was going on? He couldn't see. He couldn't... He couldn't, he couldn't function. He didn't even really know where, where to go. He was sort of lost in the room, you know. You know what? Christ wants us to open our eyes so we can see the lost for who they really are. See, Pastor John one time, he, he went to Walmart. And have y'all, you know, those, those red things? I don't know what they're called. I don't know why they put them there. I don't have any... I don't know why they're there. They're just there. There's these red pole-looking things. And how many of y'all know that um, don't ever try to jump those because it's just not very smart. And um, I bumped myself right into it, not because I didn't see it, but because I was being stupid. But there was one time... Do y'all ever go, like, the door is so clear that you don't even realize that it's a door? I know, come on, y'all are out there. You've been there, you've been there. And you just, you're just walking, talking to your friend. Hi, how are you, George? I'm so glad you're here. You know, and wham, you nail the door. You know, yeah, if it's automatic, you know, or the automatic door is supposed to open, it doesn't happen, you know, you've been there. I got feedback. But anyways, but you know what? If we don't have our eyes open, if we don't see what's going on, we're going to be like that person that just bumps into the door. You know, we have to, to be alert. We have to know who, who we're hanging out with. See, are we really seeing the world? 
Are we looking past the outer layer of, of people and seeing that their lives, what their lives are really like without God? It's easy for us to get offended over crudeness or profanity or lifestyle. See, I mean, it, it was easy for me in school. If somebody cussed at me, I won't talk to you anymore because you know what? You're a scumbag. You know, or, you know, you know those people that just act all high and mighty at school. You don't want to talk to them because they're just, you know. But what it is is they're looking for something more. They're looking for something more. Y'all ever had a cell phone in your pocket? Have you? If you have a cell phone in your pocket and you have a microphone, it really interferes with it. Just so you know, it makes you go... So... So... Alright, but anyways, you know what? God wants to open our eyes. He wants us to see what he sees in people. You know, again, man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. He wants us to see what's in the heart. He wants us to see people for who they are. You know, to see how they hurt. Why are they doing these kinds of things? Because deep down they're hurting. Deep down they're in need of something. See, God is pitching to you right down the middle. Right down the middle of the plate. He's pitching to your sweet spot. And, you know what? He's not setting you up for failure. He's just wanting you to swing the bat. If you swing the bat, you're going to hit it. You know, if you, if you witness to that person, if you... I don't think it's my cell phone. I think it's somebody's cell phone out there. So if you you swing the bat, then it's going to, we're going to get through this sermon, I promise. Okay? If, If you swing the bat, he's setting you up for victory, not for failure. See, the first thing we got to do is we got to step up to the plate. The second thing we got to do, you know, it's hard to hit a ball if you don't have your eyes open, right? You got to open up your eyes. The third thing we need to do is we have to swing the bat. Sounds pretty simple, right? What does swinging the bat look? What does swinging the bat look like when it comes to reaching our school? First of all, it mean, means praying. We need to pray for the Lord to lead us to people, and He will. We need to pray for opportunities, and He'll give us opportunities. It almost means, it also means that when the opportunity arises, that we must seize the moment. There are people we only meet for a moment, and then they're gone. You know, probably that person would be somebody like you go on a field trip and another school's there and you get that one moment to talk to that person about Jesus. God opens up that door. He sparks that conversation. He gives you that opportunity. It's up to you whether you're going to swing the bat or not. It's up to you in that moment if you're going to swing the bat. 
And then there's other people that are going to be in your lives. And they're going to be your friends day to day. You're going to be able to live your life in front of them so you can truly show them the way. You're going to gain their trust. You're going to gain their friendship. You're going to gain their respect. And you're going to be able to share them, share the gospel with them because you built a relationship with them. You built a rapport. See, there, there's moments when you're supposed to swing the bat just because you only have a small moment of time. And there's other moments where you get a longer period of time and you get to build relationships. But how many of y'all know that time is but a vapor? Time is very, very short. You know, too many people are scared to swing the bat. You know, they're sort of like me when I'm up to bat. They're shaking. They're like, please, please don't hit me. I'm afraid of the ball. I don't want to swing. You know, but they are. They're afraid. But the Holy Spirit gives us the power to be a witness. See, we could share with someone Jesus, and you know what? We may get fun of. They may say, oh, you know that person, Susie, she told me about Christ, and, you know, I think she's a part of that youth group over there at Faith Assembly of God. I don't, I, I think those people are weird. I think they all color their hair purple and listen to heavy metal music or something. You know. But you, know, you may get made fun of. Or you know what? Some some people you witness to them, they might politely distance themselves from you. You know, they might politely say, hmm. they may stop sitting with you at lunch. They may stop hanging out with you because you're standing up for something. You know, it may affect your relationship with some of your friends. But, I like this quote from Keith Green. It says, I'd rather have people hate me with the knowledge that I tried to save them. You know, he says, I'd rather have people hate me with the knowledge that I tried to save them. See, the truth is, we won't bat a thousand. When it comes to sharing our faith, Jesus didn't even bat a thousand. You know, he had people that denied him. But the thing that we have to realize, it's only our job to be a witness. It's God's job to save a person. It's God's job to save them. We can't save them. We can just be a witness to them. You know, it's our job to swing the bat. He's the only one that can forgive sins and give grace. See, all we can do is swing. Swing for the fence and see what God does. See, we can't water down the message. Yes, it's true that, that if people don't know Christ, they are going to hell. But it's also true that if you truly accept Christ, it's going to be a life change. What you do and how you act is going to be different. You know, you have to sell out to Christ. See, it's our business to make the message, not to make it available. Whoa, whoa, I got that all wrong. 
It is not our business to make the message acceptable, but to make it available. We are not to see what they like. We are not to see that they like it, but we are to see that they get it. That's by Dr. Vance Hafner, I guess. See, pitchers are not afraid of people that they know they're going to walk. You know, pitchers were probably not afraid of me because they knew that I wasn't going to swing the bat. They just knew. You know, they would pitch, and they would probably, you know, say, oh, he ain't going to swing, so three strikes, he's out of there. See, but swinging is required to get the job done. If you want to hit a home run, you got to swing the bat. So you got to swing for the fence. See, the time is now. It's time to clear the basis for the cause of Christ. Are you ready? See, my closing is this. What do I really need to do to reach my school? First thing is I need to pray for the lost. The Bible says in Luke 10, 1 through 2, After these things the Lord appointed 70 others also, and sent them two by two, his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest field. See, how they know him if someone does not pray for them? Who is going to pray for the lost? Who is going to see God move on the lost? See, we have to know that God does not want anyone to perish. See, Jesus died for the whole world. Just not a few. It's not our job to judge who should get forgiveness and who shouldn't. Whether that person that cusses all the time should get forgiveness or not, it's not really our call. It's not our call to, to say the per- person or the, the kid that's popping the pills at school, whether they, they get forgiveness or not. That's God's call. See, sometimes deep inside... We think some people don't deserve it because of their actions. But again, God doesn't want anyone to perish. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3.9, God isn't late with His promises, as some measure lateness. He is restraining Himself on account of you, holding back the end because He doesn't want anyone lost. He's giving everyone space and time to change. 2 Peter 3.9 Everyone is an opportunity for God to move. Everyone's an opportunity for God to move. You know what? We need to go. It's time for us to move so that God can move. See, we move in worship, we move in prayer, and hearing God's voice. See, I want y'all to move so that God can move. You know what? I have these little cards tonight. And these are just invites. I think there's, what, 33 people in the room tonight? 33 youth. And if each one of y'all brought a friend next week, that would be, any math people out there? 33 times 2? 66 people. Okay, just one person. I'm not asking you to bring five people. If you want to bring five, that's cool. But 
If you could just focus on one person this week. Maybe you don't have room in the car because some of y'all are, you know, you just don't have space in the car. But you know what? If you could just bring one friend next week, one friend that doesn't know Jesus, invite one friend. It's free pizza. You know, we're going to hang out, have a good time. Probably going to give away some candy bars. You know, we're just going to enjoy it. Pastor Aguardo's going to speak. And we're just going to have an awesome time. But well, these are available to you, so you can hand them out to your friends. And it pretty much has the time, free pizza, chosen youth ministries, all that fun stuff. So, you know what? I want to just pray for you tonight. That God will help you through this week. Because next week is see you at the poll. You know what? It takes guts to... To stand up at your flagpole and and let people know that you are a Christian. God, right now I pray for every person in this room. I pray right now that, Lord, that you would go before them. God, that you would help them this week. God, as they are witnesses on their campus. As they invite people to youth group and, and everything that they do, God. Every school assignment, God, that they would hang out with the right friends. That, God, you would... Also help them to be a light to those that do not know you, God. Maybe it's that, that, that scummy person that they don't even want to interact with, God. I pray that they would choose to interact, God. That they would choose to take the opportunities to reach out to those who don't know you, God. God, because it's not good enough that we know the gospel. It's, it's only good enough if we let other people know that the love and and the things that you've done in our lives can change them, God. That the voids that they're having in their lives can only be filled by you. God, it can't be filled with things, God. It can't be filled with money or drugs or alcohol or enough friends or enough top design clothes or their newest gadget or gizmo, Lord, but it can only be filled with you, God. God, help us to reach our schools, God. Help us to reach our neighborhoods for you, God. God, as we have this opportunity next week, God, to invite people to eat free pizza and to come hang out at Chosen Youth Ministry, God, help us to take that opportunity. God, we thank you that we get to know you, Lord. And God, help us to make you known. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. Alright, if you'll hang out with us tonight in theater, we're watching the Dick Van Dyke show. No basketball tonight. No basketball. So you know, no b-ball. <laughs>